Is it a gun that sucks balls? I'm the farting demon in this relationship. <laughs> I'd be an awesome rich person. You're both just an embarrassment. God, I'm awesome today. We're talking Tom Hanks and his vehicle. Yeah, I had my finger in my mouth waiting for you to finish. You gotta get four balls or something? Like dick piercing? <laughs> no, you know damn well I'm fucking that demon. It's still sexy. How could that be close and not be right? Yeah, I'll just kill some random dudes. Hey, everyone, and welcome to another Plotty Time mini So This week, you just got me, your boy Papa Scotch, and I'm gonna do a topic. Uh, you probably know what it is by now, but... I uh, mentioned to this briefly on our GTA 3 episode that we did uh, way back in uh, on a March 4th that released. So I wanted to, I, I, I was thought about it more, and uh, I, I don't know how this happened or why it happened, but the Grand Theft Auto series has, it, it's weird that it's been with me at some of the most developmental times of my life. Uh, when I didn't realize it at the time, but, but there were changes, there were, there were things going on that would affect me and, and shape who I am for the rest of my life. I'm not saying any of the Grand Theft Auto games did that, but the, when I, when I think back on where I was and, and place it to now, and, and I, I think about the important things that happened and the moments and the events and the, the issues and everything that led me to where I am now. A Grand Theft Auto game's always been there, and it's very strange. I, I don't know if there's a connection here. I don't know if it means anything. I don't really want to spend a whole bunch of time thinking about if it means anything. I just, uh, I found it fascinating. I found it very interesting. So basically, what I wanted to do with this mini minisode is expand on that a little bit, uh, why I feel that way, uh, what the series has meant to me, and uh, hopefully... Uh, Ultimately, my goal is I, I hope that people who uh, maybe there are parents who don't understand kids or significant others that don't understand or family members that just can't connect with the video game playing generation or the video game people, uh, they, they just they can't connect to it because they don't understand. And, and I want to hopefully this could be used not necessarily as an argument as but as a correlation of how something like a video game can end up meaning a lot to a person. And I I don't know if there's more to it. Maybe not. Maybe I'm just going to bullshit for like 25 minutes and none of it's going to matter. But I don't know. It's just there's a correlation between this and I want to get into it. So what I want to do is go through the Grand Theft Auto games as I've played them. I haven't played all of them. Uh, there was a bunch of mobile ones I haven't played. There's a bunch of uh, like expansion packs I haven't played. Uh, there's, a, there's a bunch of areas I didn't play. But the ones I did play... Aside from maybe one, were very big moments in my life, very formative moments, and they shaped a lot of stuff with me moving forward. So let's just kick it off. Let's start with my experience of playing the Grand Theft Auto games actually goes back all the way to GTA 1. I'm definitely, I'm going to date myself here. I'm going to be talking about college and after and my life and my career a little bit and uh, not really in detail, but... I I want to I'm going to date myself and I'm not here to really brag about my video game playing history which I guess I am a little bit but the first game I ever played in the Grand Theft Auto th series was Grand Theft Auto 1. Now, Grand Theft Auto was originally released. The original game was October 21st, 1997 and it was released for place uh for like PC and MS-DOS, great. But uh, it would later 
uh, in December that year be released for PlayStation. And this was my first experience with it. I know that it wasn't right there in 1997. It had to be some point in 1998, which I'll fill in a little bit more. But the only reason I ever saw it, the only reason I got my hand on it is because I went to our local video store, I believe, and I, I could be wrong, I think it was Premiere Video. We And they were going out of business because Blockbuster had run them out of town. You know, fuck Blockbuster, like we always say. Uh, they, 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 their business was not good enough. They closed. So when they were closing, they just sold all of their inventory of all their videos and video games. And I got there like the day they announced it or very soon. It was very depressing because the guy it was like his business he was trying to run. And uh, his father had another successful business in that town that was going great. And I guess he wanted to do his own thing and it ended up failing, which sorry, bro, but it did. Um, so I ended, I ended up buying Grand Theft Auto for like, I think it was really cheap. It was like 10 or 12 bucks. And I it had to be sometime in 98. I want to say it was the summer. I could be wrong. But I ended up taking it home and playing it. And this was the, this was like the first adult game I ever played. Like I had played Doom. I had played, you know, other like Duke Nukem 3D. I'd, I've seen R-rated movies at this point. I understood conceptually what adult entertainment was but what you got to realize too as as being a kid of the 80s and 90s um it was hammered into our heads uh the dare program and how drugs are bad and if you see someone doing drugs you you run away and then you find an adult and it it demonized drug use which for better or worse is what happened I'm not saying you should go out there and boot up heroin right now. That is not what I'm saying. Uh, I, I think there were aspects of this program that were very effective in showing the negative effects of cocaine addiction and of also uh, heroin, all kinds of other meth, all, all kinds of crazy drugs. But then they throw in weed, which is very strange. It's fucking weed. Who cares? Anyway, so we got that beaten into our head. So when I first fired up Grand Theft Auto, like the first mission... I played was, you have to take this bike, it's filled with drugs, take it to the other dealer. I'm like, whoa. In my rural white community I grew up with, basically inner city gangsters were the devil. And they were they were everywhere. They were running around all the cities just slinging drugs everywhere. So it was very strange to all of a sudden be that person in a simulated video game. I was like, this must be bad, right? Like, I'm going to get in trouble playing this game. Uh the ghost of Ronald well, might, Ronald Reagan might have still been alive at that point. Who cares? Fuck that asshole. The ghost of Ronald Reagan would have came down and ripped my face off, and Nancy would be laughing. Little, I mean, eventually I got educated and you know learned that was a bunch of bullshit and a bunch of scare tactics to get white people to vote Republican. But that's not here nor there. The point is, it was the first time I was like, hey, maybe there's more to this. Uh, I I I didn't really think that at the time. I'm not saying I was a super introspective teenager. I was an asshole. We all were. And, but looking back, it was like, there's other entertainment out here. Uh, yes. Grand Theft Auto, even back in those days, the, the first top down levels was like, it, it was ridiculous. It was cartoony. It was basically making fun of something that I thought was so serious and completely devoid of humor. And I got that something was going on here. I didn't really understand it, but I, Moving on, uh, looking back, it's a much more retrospective of it, but at the time, I didn't see any of that. At the time I played the game, I was blown away by how in-your-face and real-life city street U.S. stuff 
it was all about, but in reality, it was a silly top-down shooter that I remember being extremely difficult, and I could barely play, and I ended up maybe putting six to ten hours in it, because it was so hard. So that was my experience with Grand Theft Auto 1. The next experience I would have with Grand Theft Auto is uh, when they released for PlayStation a pack that had Grand Theft Auto, the original one, and then it had London 1969. So I played the London one a little bit. I got into it a little bit more. I still would say that I don't remember putting a whole lot of hours into it because uh, the expansion was basically a whole other game that was released uh, for the PlayStation in 1999. I remember getting it. I don't know if I got it right when it came out, but it was very soon. And uh, I did play it. It was more of like a 60s expansion because at the time, Austin Powers was real big. Remember that? I don't know if those hold up. I'm going to be sad if they don't. But they... uh, the, the whole 60s London aesthetic was big, so they went with it, and it was fun. I remember it being fun, but again, it was top-down. It was a little bit better graphics, pretty wild, all kinds of picking up missions, drug shit, violence, all kinds of the good stuff. So that was really my ex- only experience with uh, the Grand Theft Auto. So I was there from the beginning, but I wasn't a fanboy. I wasn't wild about it i just remember playing those two games and being very ex- and like even when 1969 was coming out i remember reading about it in like game informer or something and being like that sounds cool i'm gonna get that and i did i played it it was fine anyway what this all leads to is my, really my story about grand theft auto 3 so grand theft auto 3 would have been released in the fall of 2001 it was actually released october 22nd 2001 and uh, I know I'm, I talked about it a little bit in the podcast before this, but uh, it was right after 9-11, and no one in the U.S., at least from what I can remember, was really super thrilled to get into, like, all kinds of violence. Uh, if you look at the movies released, it was musicals, it was comedies. No one wanted to think about how awful the world actually was. And uh, it flew under the radar because I remember... Uh, I I had known, I had market awareness of Grand Theft Auto, and then I don't remember if I ever read about it or knew anything about it. I just remember one day going online and seeing, like, Grand Theft Auto 3 is out right now. I'm like, wait, it's out? What? How did I miss this? So I do remember it might have been that evening. uh, It might have been a couple days from then, whatever. I got in a car, and I drove to my local Kmart. Shout out Kmart. They didn't have it, so I had to get in my car and drive to the nearest city, which was like another 25 minutes away. And uh, I got to the mall or Best Buy or something like that. I ended up buying Grand Theft Auto 3 because at the time I had a PS2, and uh, I I bought it based on, like, I went back and read some reviews, and they are all giving it great reviews, and I'm like, oh, this series is going to be wild. So I got it, and uh, I, I played it a bit. I enjoyed it. I loved it. And then at that time, I had been working at a deli, just a, you know, shitty high school job working for barely more than minimum wage which i think at the time was like i want to say 515 maybe and uh yeah it was not a great time for your average citizen but i remember getting it and i remember playing it but what i most remember is working at that deli and right around christmas i don't know if it was just before or after i think it might have been a little after but i had cut my finger on the meat slicer like I shaved off a corner of a finger. It was a pretty big cut. Uh, I had to get the the piece put back on and sutured up. It was really gross. I wish I would have took pictures of it. It was gnarly as fuck. But uh, 
I couldn't do much. I could they wouldn't let me work. Uh, I had to wait like three weeks to go back because I it wasn't sanitary and I could get infected. But uh, in that time, all I did was play Grand Theft Auto Three. So that was a wake up call in the fact that I was in a job where despite it being a low stakes deli position, like people were depending on me to be there and I wasn't there. So other people had to like cover shifts and do that. And it kind of made me realize that if I fucked around, if I took off, if I didn't do my part, then it's going to fall on other people, which was a very important realization for me. And, and that these were people I knew and worked with. And while I wouldn't say any of us were like great friends, I didn't, want to fuck them over because I knew they had lives and things to do so I don't know what's really to glean from that just basically it was a big uh it was a it was a moment of understanding a little bit more what it meant to actually be an adult and have responsibilities and I, I'll always equate that finger with playing Grand Theft Auto I I did showed my friends the game we'd all spend I mean, we were not rich kids by any means. We weren't exactly bottom-of-the-barrel poor, but we didn't really have money to go out every night, like especially when we were under 18. So we would just hang out at someone's house and just throw the controller around playing Grand Theft Auto 3 and see how many stars we could get. It was great. And uh, that so that, that was a very interesting time in my life. And then very, I don't want to say very soon after that, but it was only a year later when the sequel to Grand Theft Auto 3 came out, Grand Theft Auto Vice City, it launched October 22nd, 2002. I remember being in college, and there was a... Attached to the dorms at the beautiful University of Pittsburgh, there was a small indie video game store, like, definitely mom and pop, been there for 30 years, just cases shoved... It didn't look... It looked like someone's hoarding living room. It didn't look like an actual store. And uh, I remember going in, and it was the day it came out. It was October 29th. I said, dude, do you have Vice City? Tell me you have Vice City. And he looks at me, and the guy's like, look, um, I have money. Like, for the, like, people have put down money, and they have a pre-order. And then there was, like, a beat. And he's like, but you're here with money to pay for one, so I'm going to sell one to you. I'm like, fuck yeah. So... I think because of his proximity to the university, a lot of people would set the pre-orders and just forget about them or not have the money to go buy it. So they just sit there. And I think, honestly, the guy was just a little fucking pissed about that. So he sold me one. And I ended up playing the shit out of that freshman year of college. I almost fucking – I'm not – I my grades suffered a little bit. I, I was fine. But they there was a lot of that. And uh, freshman year of college – uh, that was that was a big year. That was a that was first year being outside of my small little town, living in a city, navigating through all these different like social spheres. I I didn't really understand how to navigate. I figured I'd I'd get to college and I'd just find my people, and that didn't happen. Like I don't know if that happened the whole four years. Like I I made friends and people I liked and enjoyed, but I never felt connections to other people like I did to the people I grew up with. Um, later in my life, I would, sure. But, but like, this idea that you go to college, you meet your people, you you live the dream, you find out who you are, that didn't really happen like that for me. I didn't really grow up until after college. There was definitely some important things I picked up in college, for sure. Uh, like, how to run a home, uh, how to care about other people and be a good person, I learned in college. 
and uh, just be like grow up a little bit. But so that Vice City is always going to be part of that very important freshman year of college. Now, uh, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, I'm I'm having a hard time placing this. The game was released October 26th, 2004. It would have been two years later. And I honestly don't remember if I played it right when it came out or if I played it later. I did play it. I did play it when it was on the PS2. But I think I played it closer to 2005, 2006 because I don't have any specific memories of it. I remember getting the jetpack and flying around. I remember having fun. I remember being in the desert and some of the missions and like being on Grove Street. I, I remember a lot of it, but I don't have any important life. I guess it was just played it in between papers I wrote at college, I guess. I, 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 there was years, uh, I'd say like my senior year in college, uh, which would have been 05, 06. And then uh, up until probably Grand Theft Auto 4 came out, I didn't play many. I barely played any video games, really. Barely. I I didn't... I'll, I'll get into that in a sec, but I didn't really play anything, so this was must have been in there somewhere, and I think I played it just to be like, well, the other ones are great, so I guess I'll play it, and I ended up loving it. But I don't have like a, a formative moment like I did for the next one, the next big release, Grand Theft Auto 4. Uh, this was... Uh, this is a weird time uh, for America. The recession of 2007, 2008 happened... Uh, and there was a point where uh, President Obama at the time just gave everyone a $600 stimulus check just to get the com the, the economy going again. Uh, devoid of any politics of if that was a good idea or not, the fact of the matter was that I was an adult. I was out working uh, a really, really shitty job at a really, really shitty place that will both go unnamed because that's where my future career came from. But uh, I didn't see that at the time. Uh so I got my check, and I remember going to... I'm sorry, it didn't come out December 2008. It came out April 29th, 2008. So right around May, I think, um, I had 600 bucks, which meant, you know what? Grand Theft Auto, a lot of great memories, a lot of good moments. I'm going to go to the store. I'm going to buy a PS3. Because the PS3, if you remember, had come out November 2006, and it was prohibitively expensive. It was like 600 bucks out the gate and I'm like I can't afford that I'm right out of college that time in the fall of 2006 I'm barely starting a job I don't know what I'm gonna do uh the only thing I wanted to do was get a part-time job or something I could do during the day and then shoot my zombie movie at night uh which I ended up doing and the zombie movie was not good and no one's ever gonna see that you're welcome so man I uh did that in that time I was working full-time like as a real person in a real job uh it was a bad company they paid shit but that that stimulus check man that was enough to get me my playstation 3 so i bought the ps3 i bought grand theft auto i'm ready to play it day one and i also remember being like oh wait my system has to update i gotta connect it to the internet all right fine and i did and then it updated then i put in grand theft auto and i'm like you gotta download a 10 meg 10 gig patch what i what was this what games are now and Little did I know, yeah, that's exactly what games are now. That's what they will be for a while. So it was just a very interesting perspective to be like a time in my life when my career was starting. I didn't realize it at the time that it was the beginning of my career, but I was an adult working. There was no one there anymore to say, oh, when you're done here, you, you go on to this. You know, like you're you're in 
eighth grade, you're like, hey, when you're done here in, in middle school, you're going to go to high school. Cool. Oh, um, you're in 11th grade. When when you're done here, you're you're one of the smart kids. You're going to go to college. I was like, oh, um, all right. A lot of people are going to college. Guess I'm going to college. And then after college, no one was there like, hey, get a job. It's just you understood you need to get a job now. You're an adult now. You finished college. You are 100% adult, which was one of the most hilarious lies I've ever heard in my life. But the the fact of the matter is this was – I graduated in 06, so this would have been two years later in 08 when I found something that maybe was something I liked and I was an adult and I was working and I was making money. I was doing what you're supposed to do. And I didn't know if that was enough for me. I, I was, you know, punching the clock. I was doing a job. I wasn't great at it. I wasn't terrible at it. But uh, it was when I started to see other people in that role. Um, it was an intro, an intro entry-level position. And I remember seeing other people and them doing it and just being like, I mean, these were, these were older people. And I was like, I don't, I, I can't sit at this desk for 30 years. Like I can't, I cannot, I I don't want this. Um, and it right around there, probably a little bit later in 2010 is when I started taking my career seriously and moving on, which by the way, leads us a little bit into Grand Theft Auto five. Um, there were very formative years for me in between, 2008 and when Grand Theft Auto 5 had originally come out since still out it's still the most recent Grand Theft Auto game and it's almost it's eight years old now that's insane so Grand Theft Auto 5 came out September 17th 2013 this is kind of where the analogy the parable kind of falls apart but for me personally I had felt like I made it like I felt like I made it in life I was still at the same company but I had progressed and rise through the ranks, and now I was in a respectable adult position, uh, making what at the time was good money. Looking back and seeing what my industry and my position was getting paid nationally, uh, it was embarrassing how money, how much money I was making. I'm, I'm talking half the national average for my position. Which, yeah, you're a little bit more rural. You're a little bit in the middle of nowhere. It's going to be less than if I was working and doing the exact same job in New York City, obviously or DC or one of these higher marketplaces, but it was still half of the average, right? So, oy, that was not a great position. I'm so glad I got out of that fucking bullshit play. Anyway, so September 27th, 2013 is when I felt like I'd made it because at the time, uh, I, whoa, Jesus, I forgot this came out for PlayStation 3. So I bought it for PlayStation 3. I played the shit out of it. I enjoyed it. And it's kind of this is kind of cheating because it bleeds into 2014 a little and late and and so on. But I bought PlayStation 4, the headset, the extra controller, the bells and whistles, day one. And uh, I'll always equate this with PlayStation 4 because it was one of the first games I got for PlayStation 4. And by then I played through it again. And it was just when that came out and I was doing well and I was in a good spot. I felt like I had. I found what I'm supposed, not necessarily what I'm supposed to do on a deeper level. I just found a job that I enjoyed doing. I, it was no longer the situation of like a shitty high school job where you're like, I can't go to work tomorrow. I can't do it. I can't do it. I would wake up and be like, all right, time to go to work. Do I wish I was at home? Sure. Do I wish I was just sitting in bed? Sure. Do I want to play video games all day? Absolutely. But you know what? As far as jobs go, as far as my situation goes, a lot of people have it a lot worse. This is not bad. And uh, that's when I found out and grew up to the point where I was like, you know what? 
you can be fulfilled with your job. It's it's not always a burden. It can be something that you pull things out of or moments or situations or or projects or or accomplishments. And uh to someone like if I would have said that to my younger self, I would have been like, that's so lame. You're not who you are. You're, you're not your job. You know, you're not how much money in your bank, which would have been the whole Fight Club thing. Man, did we not get that movie when it came out? Oh. Anyway, um, and it was it was a big moment. And and it got to the point where, you know, you think to yourself, I, I, I not that I made it and I'm where I want to be forever, but future's bright, man. Like like I could I could see myself doing this and I could see myself doing this the rest of my life and it's fine. Like maybe there'd be a different role, different company, different responsibilities, different technologies. But that was okay. I I I it was the first time um I never suffered from any anxiety or depression or anything like that. I mean, yeah, I got down here and there, but I don't want to take anything away from someone who suffers from those issues but there was there were times in there where there was a little bit of worry there's a little bit of anxiety i remember like 2008 or 2009 i had i think like 800 in credit card debt and i'm like i have no idea i have no idea how i'm gonna pay this like i don't know unless like someone dies and gives me a thousand dollars i don't know how i'm gonna swing this um and those days were over um so I mean, what does this all mean? I It's just, I don't know. I don't know what it means. I, I just saw that, like I said, it, it's just weird how this series has been with me for all of the important moments of my life. It wasn't there when I was a kid, so I don't have those rose-tinted glasses. I realized that Grand Theft Auto 1 is not the best game that ever existed. But it's been there. Like, it's always been there. Um, and yeah, the game is violence. It's drug stuff. It's gang stuff. It's hyper realistic it's making fun of everyone it's it's a nuts nuts experience but i found something calming in it that worked for me at the time and it coincided with a lot of big events in my life i don't i don't know if that means anything i i hope that this will show people who maybe aren't into games or don't understand how someone can become so attached to a property or a game or a movie and it's because of that it's because it was there for what it was there when I needed it and I didn't know I needed it I didn't know how much it was going to matter at the time but it did and it ended up doing it and because of this I'm going to buy every Grand Theft Auto game for the rest of my life I mean I I don't know what's going to happen when Grand Theft Auto 6 finally comes out and uh, I don't know where I'm going to be at my life maybe by then I'll be able to afford my own home maybe I'll 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 start a family I don't know I don't know what's going to happen um but I look forward to it. So that's it. That's my story about Grand Theft Auto. I hope you guys liked it. Um, if you want to hear more of these situations where I talk about other series, I don't know if any of them are going to hit like they did with this, but maybe I can, you know, do some introspection, talk about it for a little bit. If, if you want to hear more, send us an email, uh, plottytime at gmail.com, name of the podcast at gmail.com, you know. Uh, if you want to get to us faster on the socials, plotty, at plottytime on Instagram and Twitter. And if you... Uh, you know, want to help us out a lot, go to YouTube, stream the stuff there, like and, and subscribe. It really, really helps us out. So that does it for me today. Get out there, play some games. I'll talk to you later. Peace. <laughs>